T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Everybody, can I have your attention for a second? Thank you all so much for coming. I promise I'll keep this brief. As the great Neil Armstrong once said, let's launch this biatch. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Yes, today I won. Here's my ring. I'm the winner. I won. That's it. I did well. Who did well? I did. Tight lips. Sink ships. What? No, that's loose. What? That's loose lips. Never mind. Frankly, I'm disappointed. I'm appalled. And brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something to me that's not real. Well, that's all well and good. But what does Diplo think? Alexa. Play a siren for 30 minutes. And now, look, you know, we're both taking our time out of our days to do this with you, so just have a better attitude. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday morning, the 20th of June. What's up, fam? What's happening? I shouldn't get into this topic right out of the gate. All right. But maybe it is worth a discussion later on today. Okay. I feel like... I should be part of the resistance, but I'm too lazy. Part of the resistance, but you're too lazy. But I'm too lazy. I know that things are bad right now, and I don't recognize America anymore, and it feels like we're living in some sort of bad, dystopian television show right right now. Like, every day, it gets worse and worse, and I feel like many people are getting uh, things that would have been outrageous two years ago are now just, well, that's today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is how it is. It's just how it is, right? And I'm starting to feel complicit in not doing anything to stop it, yet I'm not going to write up a sign and go march in the streets, and I'm not going to do a lot of things that a lot of brave, smart people are doing. If you don't like it here, you should move out of the country. That's what people say. Very good argument. (laughs) That's what people say. And by the way, that has crossed my mind, but that also doesn't change things here. And uh, I love I love America, and I'd like to still recognize America. I see. Mm. And I don't anymore. I mean, everybody has – maybe – I'm just saying this. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I feel like there's a breaking point for everybody. Oh, agree. You, are, you mm. are now starting to see more and more uh, Republicans, including some high-profile ones, who are just – they give no Fs anymore about – placating the president they just are like this is this this has to stop this is not acceptable anymore and i think for a lot of people that womp womp moment last night was the low maybe one of the worst things i've ever seen on television and one of well because that issue is the one that seems to be breaking everybody myself mm -hmm. included that's the Mm -hmm. issue where you go okay look let's be let's try to be be human human for a second and then to get that response just pours fire on the on the uh you know, gasoline, whatever. How that, however that one works. Agreed. <laughs> however that works. Yes. 
So for folks who don't know about the Womp Womp, um, he kind of wasn't saying anything different than a lot of people are saying who have been defending the policy to separate children from their parents at the border. Mm-hmm. And you could get into a whole another thing about you blame the families for coming over illegally because they should know that this is what's going to happen and we need to have borders, we need to have a wall. And I get, I get all of that and there are reasonable arguments to be made sure. on those sides. But – when we when we start separating the parents from their children, and in many cases, it appears that these children never find their way back to their parents. By the way, which has been the past, which has happened already so far, mm. uh, and we start you know locking them up in cages, and we don't even tell the parents that they're being gone. And then last night, the womp womp that I'm referring to is a former Trump campaign manager. Is that right, Allie? Uh yes, Corey Lewandowski, I think is yeah. his name. So he's on TV, and one of the stories that is being discussed among these children being separated is a 10-year-old little girl with Down syndrome who is taken away from her parents. Now, I don't know a lot about Down syndrome, but I know any 10-year-old who gets ripped away from their parents, it's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to them in their lives. Yeah. My guess is it might even be more so for someone with Down syndrome. Absolutely. Yeah. And Corey Lewandowski's response was, as that story was being told, Womp womp. Yeah. Which means what? It's just all the same noise? Like sad trombone. I know, but... Like making fun, like, oh, give me a break. Yeah. Womp womp, tough cookies. (laughs) Right, exactly, yeah. And you just look at that and you go, how is this a person who is considered a legitimate spokesperson... For this administration, well, clearly he, legitimate. he is. He must be considered a legitimate spokesperson if he's being interviewed on CNN, right? He that, must, well, must. that was on Fox News Channel, but yes, he's also on CNN, and he's now a freelancer, so he he goes wherever he's hired. But yeah, yeah but it's, but uh, but they look at him and they go, okay, this is a guy who can speak responsibly on this topic, and that's his response mm-hmm. is womp womp. It's just like yeah. I don't even know how this person. This person should never be allowed on TV to speak about issues like this before. And the people who think "womp womp" is an appropriate response to this, I don't. This is where this is where my sentence runs out. I don't know what to do next because I'm too lazy to be a part of the resistance. But God bless the people who are. I decided last night, and I tweeted this, that I can no longer engage people that do not believe in facts. There was a man that was saying, oh, people aren't, kids aren't getting separated from, and I said, wow. oh, toddlers and babies are just strolling over the border alone? <laughs> and he's like, wow, you're tomorrow. It, it blows my mind that you want to own the libs so hard that you just reject basic effing humanity at this point. And if you think about it, Corey Lewandowski and the other Trump uh, campaign manager, Mm -hmm. you got Corey Lewandowski saying womp womp. The other one's in jail for witness tampering. That should tell you all you need to know about this administration. And I also get that the president realizes that this is his base's favorite issue is the wall and immigration, and mm-hmm. he knows that he has tremendous support with uh, with his people for this. But at some point, this has to go beyond just politics. Yeah, I think so, too. Don't you think his people at some point are going to go, look, we're not in favor of 
separating an eight-year-old from his parents. Yeah. I mean, even if you support the president, you can be against that. And even if you you want immigration restrictions, you want to figure this out. Right. This, since April, has been their policy of separating. This mm-hmm. is brand new. So don't even think about tweeting me or emailing me that this is Obama's policy or this is Bush's policy. F you. This started in April. Yeah, it did. And uh, uh, see, I'm getting so angry right now because well, this is it's devastating. This is where I'm coming from. This is why when I started, I said I don't even know if I should bring this up because it does take you down an unpleasant place, but I'm feeling the same way you are, Ali, which is just depressed and despondent yep. and I just don't recognize this country anymore. I don't recognize it. And what do I do? What are you going to do? Kevin, what are you going to do? Um, are, we, are we just watching the world burn and we're just going, well, somebody else's problem? No, I um, got from a Jimmy Kimmel tweet one thing that you can do, and that's to call your representative. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever done that in my entire yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Still haven't, but I'm going to. Yeah. I wrote down the number and it's like, okay, this is actually something that mm-hmm. I can say to somebody yeah at, he the, very, call, at the very least you can call your reps you can make sure everyone you know is registered to vote you can make sure everyone you know knows when an upcoming election is and you can give money to the aclu you can give money to certain um different charities that are working to get things to these kids well now that helps because i'm good at giving money that See? i can do there you go. That, that i can do from home and it's easy yeah. So that's I, I so Bean is supremely, <laughs> supremely upset. Yeah. Right. That has to be able to solve it from home. I yeah. also think people with the radio show, maybe we don't give a platform to people that are complicit with things like this. That's just a thought. Ha- have we done that? Who's complicit with this? Uh, we do a segment every Monday with Harvey Levin, who is complicit with Trump. Compli- he, there's been write-ups about what he does with him, how he has protected him, how he has gone after women that have alleged. Right, but you're saying he's complicit with taking the kids away from the parents. Do you know that? Uh, he's just, complicit he's a, with Trump. He's okay. So yes, mm-hmm. I okay. can say that. Here's what I'll say again: is you could be a Donald Trump supporter mm-hmm. even. And not be in favor of taking kids away from parents. I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's, you can do both. And I Absolutely. think there are, I, I hope, I think there are a lot of those. We're not, I have not seen evidence of that, but I can't imagine everyone who is a supporter of the president is okay with that what doesn't, doing. I would what? love to hear from people that are supporters of the president that don't agree with this. Yeah, I'd love I haven't to hear yet. it. I haven't. Maybe we do that today. I've tried to find him. Remember how well it went last time we talked to Trump supporters? Yeah. yeah. And, and that was before. Right. What? Uh, yeah. Before Charlottesville. <laughs> but, before, I'm saying, but I'm saying we can I narrow can't. in on this specific topic. Everything else is off the table. You love the president? Fine. Uh-huh. How about this specific topic? Okay. Yeah. Because what about no, if do we never need a wall? comes into play? That's with not part of it. <laughs> do we need a wall? That's not part of yeah. it. Do we need, you know, lot? that's not part of it. Just separating kids from parents. I can't imagine everybody's like, yeah, it's a great idea. I mean, uh, all right, we'll talk about it later. I'm sorry to drag us down into this, you guys. No, it's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's the comedy we're known for. (laughs) It's just what you you want. It's just what people come to this show for. Let's talk about today's Kevin and show, shall we? Oh, nothing but legitness, man. Nothing but legitness, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We have a scientific survey today we need your help with. It's very important. It's maybe the most important vote you'll ever cast. 
Wow. <laughs> After all that was just said, Quite yes. The, uh-huh. <laughs> Quite the whiplash I just got. <laughs> uh, another World Cup date on the program today. Which is oh, I can't wait. About 99% non-soccer related stuff. It's great. Uh, we've got your tickets to Mission Impossible Fallout. And a K-Rock advanced screening of that. And comedian Brian Callen joins us as well, as long uh, as well as your uh, tickets for 30 Seconds to Mars. That's coming up on the Kevin and Bean Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Allie, what's happening? Uh, so we use uh, a service for some of the um, show business news, mm-hmm. which... Um, Sometimes includes a little uh, joke with the story that you may want to use. They give us a suggested joke. If you want to be a funny morning show, throw this one in. Uh, Can I do a couple of those for you? These Uh, are the worst. So here's the first one. A study by creditcards.com found that millennials tip less than any other generation. Which is especially uncool because nine times out of ten, their parents are paying for the meal. Oh, here's here's the next one. That hurts my soul. Just because this is a fantastic story. Georgia police are looking for a group of thieves who repelled through the ceiling of a Best Buy and stole $100,000 worth of Apple products. That's amazing. Right. I want to know more about that story. I don't need these two jokes. So, like, three new iPhones... Because they're expensive. Because they're expensive. Oh, it's crazy. We've got a twofer Uh-oh. on this one, guys. But most Best Buy workers consider the real mission impossible, getting the Geek Squad a date. Oh, my God. How have you been letting this comedy not I, onto the air? Honestly, I I'm feel... Just- I feel like you should start bringing that to us more. You can give the disclaimer that it's not your joke. I will. Holy crap. Or how about if I don't give you the disclaimer and you have to guess? <laughs> Whether it was your oh, joke or not. Oh, and then sad when it's really my joke. Right. You're like, You've no, been... that's the dumb one that they write. <laughs> you have been burying this kind of oh. comedy all these years? Come on, Allie. Guys, this is... <sighs> I think that... Because uh... the guys in the Geek Squad have trouble getting a date. Right. 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 That's a real mission well, impossible. Because the I... repelling and... I think that the, uh, the guy... Uh, Stay with me here. The guy who writes the comedy, I think, for that service is Benny the Joke Man. Remember, we brought in some other stuff yes. from Benny the Joke Man. Do you think it's him? I do. The same I think, guy? Oh. I think he's the one who works The on same it, I quality. Think. I can tell you that. Yeah. Maybe we need to get back on that guy's radar. That's his <laughs> jokes. Not positive he loves us. That's oh. what the show needs, though. Absolutely. Right? Um, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande uh, don't do anything. Already have kids? At a snail's pace. <laughs> so they got engaged after a few weeks of dating. Uh, he got tattoos of um, Ariana Grande related things. What are those? The cat ears and everything? Yeah. Um, and they've been spotted now going furniture shopping in New York. Apparently, they also went apartment shopping together. Are they moving in together? Hmm. I mean, they're going to get married, so why not test it out? I mean, it's going awfully fast. Yeah. They'll be divorced by 4th of July, but other than that, it seems like a good plan. Why the rush? Kids, you got your whole life ahead of you. Great right? question. Right. Uh, I believe we have a, a new moment with Justin. I mean. Do we have that so quickly? That was pretty quick. <laughs> Let's hear it. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. And right. then to get that response just pours fire yeah. on the on the uh, 
you know, gasoline, whatever. How that, however that one works. Agreed. <laughs> however that works. Yes. That was a moment with Kevin. <laughs> I get, I get that one though, Kevin. Thank you. It was an emotional topic. Thank you. But what would you say now that you've had a minute to think about it? Pour gasoline on fire. Is there that is. right? Excellent. Yeah, okay. just, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. All right. Want some birthdays, you guys? Sure. Only if they come with those jokes. Ah. Uh, no. No. Uh, Nicole Kidman, Lionel Richie. That's one for Burtonsville, for Lionel Richie, and he gets more Richie every time we play one of his songs. That's Bean. Uh, that's Bean. Bean. Formerly known as Flash Phillips. Look, look, look. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a one-off, though. You didn't do that numerous times, right? Oh, please. <laughs> Have you met Bean? <laughs> I uh, I enjoy the pun. That, was- <laughs> that is one he probably kept and high-fived himself over and over about. Well, oh. I mean, the tape still exists all right. these years later. That's one for Burtonsville, for Lionel Richie, and he gets more Richie every time we play one of his songs. Oh, God bless you. Uh, actor John Goodman, actor Christopher Mintz-Plus, and singer Brian Wilson. And uh, that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. He has been one of the biggest box office stars in the world for, I don't know, like 30 years. It's unbelievable the career Tom Cruise has had. And one of his best roles is the star of Mission Impossible. they got a new film called Fallout. It's going to be coming out uh, July 27th. The world premiere uh, is going to be in Paris. You qualify for that and you get a chance to see the movie locally, too. If you can get past this game, it's all about Tom Cruise and his movies. We call it the Tom Tom Club. Let's go down to the Tom Tom Club. Let's find out what's all the hubbub. Tom Cruise movies, yeah, that's where it's at. Come on, get it right and don't be whack. The Tom Tom Club. Tom Cruise. The Tom Tom Club. Movies. The Tom Tom Club. Yes, please. The Tom Tom Club. Ooh, we. Let's Tom Tom. We uh, played this game yesterday, and Tom Cruise fans knew their Tom Cruise films, didn't they? They sure did, yeah. So we got a whole new batch of movies for you. All we'll do is play a clip from a popular Tom Cruise film. You just tell us the title, and you win? Yes, there's five pair. You win a pair of tickets to the local screening, and you're eligible for the trip to Paris. All right, who's up first? Correct. First is Antoinette in Los Angeles. Hi there. Hi. All right, you get the game. I'm going to play a clip of a Tom Cruise movie. You just have to tell us what it is. Awesome. Here you go. It's your coffin, my love. Enjoy it. Most of us never get to know what it feels like. Why do you do this? I like to do it. I enjoy it. Take your rest seats, taste pure things. Kill them swiftly if you will. But do it. For do not doubt. You are a killer, Louis. All right. Whoa. Intense. Um, interview with a vampire? That is correct, wow. yes. Nicely done. You win. Enjoy the film. All right, let's go to Casey in Fontana. Hi, Casey. Hey, how you doing? We are good. Are you ready for your clue? I sure hope so. Tell us what Tom Cruise movie this is. After two championships and seven straight wins, you were fired. I lost my ride. Doesn't matter. I quit regardless. Why is that? Wasn't going anywhere. Well, where do you want to go? Indianapolis. Boom. What's that? Why boom? Oh man. <laughs> Indianapolis, big, big, Indianapolis, big clue. Oh man, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I know it's a football movie. I just can't I can't think of the name. It's that popular football movie, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder, yeah. Thank you for playing. All right, let's go to uh, Rob in Orange. Hi, Rob. Good morning, party people. Morning. Welcome to the Tom Tom Club. You ready? 
Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right, here it is. You know how to make a red eye, Mr. What's your name? Brian Flanagan. No, I'm sorry I haven't had the pleasures yet. What about a vodka martini with a perno float? I'm a fast learner. Are you ready for the big time young Mr. Flanagan? I think I can handle it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> right? Rob, what film is that? That would be Cocktail. That it would is. be Cocktail, yes. You win. Congrats. All right. Let's go to uh, Brett in Sherman Oaks. Hi, Brett. Hey, what it do? Tom Tom Club. You ready? Tom Tom. Here you go. Respect the <laughs> and tame the <laughs> Tame it. Take it on head first with the skills that I will teach you at work and say no. <laughs> I wish he had won an Academy Award for that role. Correct. One of my oh, favorite my movies. God, it's incredible. All right, what do you think there, son? Uh, is it Magnolia? It is. It is. Nicely done. Well done. All right. By the way, uh, has Tom Cruise ever won an Oscar? I don't, I don't, I don't think, think he so. has. Which is um, insane, right? Yeah. Did he not win one for the shoot? Hmm. No? Well, we'll look it up. I don't think so. He sure deserves one. All right, who's next? Uh, next is Bill in Santa Fe Springs. Hi, Bill. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Tom Tom Club, you ready? Yeah, let's All do right. it. Max. Max, I'm Vincent. Red light, Max. Hold on, hold on. Man, you were going to drive me around tonight and never be the wiser, but we're in the plan B. You just met him once and you kill him like that? But I should only kill people after I get to know them? All right, what movie was that? Oh, wow. Um, dude, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I knew all the other ones, too. I guarantee I wouldn't uh, have known so this either. I wouldn't shut. either. What's that? Eyes Wide Shut? No. Good guess, though. I mean, uh, it's uh, Collateral. Oh, collateral. All right. Yeah. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you for playing. By the way, here's the update on... Uh, don't, don't do it, because one of the answers is next. Don't do what? The update on Tom Cruise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Kevin, who's calling us from Santa Clarita. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. You ready for your clue? Yeah. Here you go. You never killed a baby. You never had to kill a baby because you never put your soul into that war. You never put your soul on the line, man. How do you know? How the f*** do you know? Maybe I killed babies. Maybe I killed more babies than you did, you f***. That was a comedy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, name of the movie? I know he was in a wheelchair as a Vietnam movie. That's uh, it? Yes. And it was called... Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm just thinking Apocalypse Now, but I know it's not mm. it. Oh, so close. It's born on the 4th of July. Okay, go ahead, Bean. I was just going to say, I wasn't going to name any movies, just he's okay. been nominated three times and has never won an Academy Award. That's Magnolia, all I was going to say. Magnolia, Jerry Maguire in that movie. Mm. All right, okay. we got time for one more. Uh, Gabriel and Covina, hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. Here's your clip. Hitler's Germany has seen its last sunrise. Can I count you in? Ten minutes. One for the checkpoint. Two for the walk. One to the bunker six to get out. Plenty of time. All right. What movie is that? Why are we all whispering? Uh, I think I'm going to... It was kind of hard to hear, but uh, I think it's Valkyrie. Wow. 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 That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. You win. Okay, great. Way to go. And thanks for playing the game. Yes, please. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ.
I got to give uh, the monkey some credit here, Allie. Considering how scattershot he usually is, aren't you astounded astounded at the the, uh, the multitasking he's doing watching soccer every morning during the show and still being on the show? I'm not watching soccer. I'm paying close attention You're to the show. You're watching soccer all day, every day. Watching soccer on your phone. <laughs> I you was on my phone. One... I got it on my computer now. Okay. Yeah. You've got one earphone in. Correct. You're <laughs> tweeting with people about right. soccer. Uh-huh. You're having conversations in the studio. It's right. a whole new Kevin. And staying on top of the show as well. As, as much as you normally do, but right, that's what I'm impressed right. with. Is I that agree. There has been no decline in your attention span on the show because you're watching full time soccer. I don't know how you do yeah, it. Yeah, it's impressive. I'm, just saying, I'm it's multitask. Impressive. You guys don't know everything about me. Oh, I guess that we don't pour your cereal. That's, that's actually true. Uh, I know there are a lot of people who uh, are into the World Cup. Many more who aren't because you know soccer. But believe it or not, there's tons of stuff going on around this World Cup that has nothing to do with the play on the field. And that's why we present for you another Kevin Bean World Cup Day. Uh, we started this with... We got no intro? Uh, yeah, I, I felt like it should be like some sort of vuvuzela. I don't know. We don't, I don't think we have anything. Did you say vuvuzela? Yeah, yeah but I said vuvuzela. <laughs> okay. It should be some sort of vagina. Now, all right, let's, let's get Omar on the, uh, on the, on the update. Uh, this all started with Tamara Pletnova. Oh, okay. World Cup. That's what it was, I think. She was the head of uh, Russian Parliament Family, Women, and Children Affairs, and she told Russian women not to have sex with non-white foreigners Mm -hmm. because she didn't want the kids to be discriminated against. And then for the win, Argentina put out a list of tips on picking up Russian women. So that's strong. That was the story that sort of got us started. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen the stadium. I just put a picture of it up on my Twitter at the Kevin Ryder with a Y. FIFA requires that World Cup stadiums have at least a capacity of 35,000 people. Well, there's a Russian stadium that's too small. So they built temporary seating outside of the stadium. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Literally, look at the picture. Literally a whole section of seats. Is this the one that's on a hill, kind of up from the stadium a little bit, so they can look down into it? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if it's on a hill or not, but it's literally they built external seats, a whole section. That's a real picture. Yes. That's terrifying. So that that stadium would match the FIFA standards. (laughs) So you could be sitting, like, on the 75th row on an outside bleacher looking into the stadium. And hopefully not seeing the roof. Right. Just ducking a little bit. Right. Oh, man. So that's real. Uh, here's another story. Moscow runs low on beer. <clears throat> what? Wouldn't you think you'd be prepared? The entire world is coming there? Right. You'd be prepared? Maybe Russia is all in on vodka and not so much on anything else. They say the sun makes people thirsty. In Russia, we say drink to the bottom. I guess these guys are embracing our culture. Yeah, you're the only ones that drink beer to the bottom. Well done. Um, Here's my favorite quote. An upscale eatery, there was a waiter that said, and I quote, We just didn't think they would only want beer. Have they seen a soccer match before? I'm not positive because that's absurd. Yeah, just holding a little martini glass watching <laughs> soccer. What's happening? So apparently it's taken them a long time to get restocked as well because they're running low everywhere. So it's like you're trying to get beer, you can't get beer. And that's BS. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the England-Tunisia game. Being, I know you watched that one. Uh-huh. There were bugs. Uh, some of them were mosquitoes. Some They called midges, which is something that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm, that's a thing, yeah. They were told before the game that there were going to be a lot of them. 
So they put all kinds of spray on themselves before the game, at halftime, whenever they could during the game. They just blanketed themselves. And these little bugs, and sometimes they were so little, and I love this, that you would see a guy on the field like swinging, but you couldn't really see the bugs. So they just looked like they're effing crazy. Um, And they they were swarming around the players. Literally, there would be 300 of these midges right around a guy's head, which doesn't seem good. Harry Kane, who's a star for England, um, said he had a particular problem with them. He said, there are quite a lot of flies. And we went out to warm up. There was a lot more than we thought. So they put the bug spray on, and uh, Harry Kane, who scored the two goals that won for England, said... Some of them get in your mouth. Some of them get in your eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> there were that many. Oh. But I guess that's just part of dealing with whatever comes your way. So that's not ideal. And this may be my favorite story of the day. South Korea's World Cup coach, Shin Tae-young, admitted that his team mixed around the jersey numbers for recent training sessions and warm-up games because he believes, quote, Westerners find it difficult to distinguish between Asians. Then how does moving the numbers around make that easier for us? It doesn't. What was happening was Sweden sent a coach to watch them practice before the World Cup. He rented a house, (gasps) he took out a telescope, and he was watching them practice. Spygate. Yes. Belichick. (laughs) Exactly. So this coach found out about that and changed the numbers all up so they wouldn't know who were the strikers and who were the defenders. That's smart. That is actually (laughs) genius. He said, in my opinion, when Europeans look at Asians... They they just can't identify him for one of the reasons. We wanted to confuse the Swedish teams. That's why we did that. Wow. It's brilliant. Literally put different numbers on different players so that Sweden couldn't tell them apart. Nice. And that's the Kevin and Bean World Cup update. And that's the Kevin and Bean World Cup update. Oh, did you need the thing again? And that's the Kevin and Bean World Cup update. World Cup. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, listen, I know we uh, we have the scientific survey standing by. We have uh, callers on the line. But do you mind if we do something real quick? Sure. But ahead of that, let's bring up the uh, satellite. I think uh, Beer Mug is uh, joining us on location in Australia right now. We need an update on a story that I have been following. Mugs, are you there, sir? Aye, good eye, Kevin and Bane. <laughs> and and where, where are you right now, Beer Mug? We are at the Goat Island Lodge just south of the Adelaide River where Casey the Crocodile and Pippa are having a blast here with owner Kai Hansen. <laughs> now, what is the uh, what is the deal? Pippa has some sort of a trick that she runs back and forth to the water and like kind of taunts the crocodile a little bit? It's quite adorable actually. For 10 years now, Pippa has been chasing Casey the crocodile around. The minute that Casey gets out of the water, Pippa just jumps right at him and Casey gets like a scared little croc and goes right back into the river. 
Ed, how does uh, how does Pippa seem today? I understand that Pippa's getting ready to try it one more time. Pippa's, Pippa's crawling out. Oh, here comes Pippa right now. Oh, oh what an adorable little terrier. All right. And here's Casey the croc, and here comes Pippa. And Pippa is running up to Casey. Casey seems to be staring at Pippa, something that the guests... Oh, look, everybody's having a great time. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Are you kidding me? It didn't work out for Pippa Mugs? Uh, that's a wrap on Pippa. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Nice to hear from you all the way in Australia. So uh, I was hoping, man, the first thing I thought when I woke up this morning is I hope Pippa makes it today. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it uh, didn't look like it was her day. I'm sorry to say. Mm, that's a shame. <sighs> all right. Here's the, uh, here's the deal. Since, since we brought you this story on Animal Stories a couple of weeks ago, We've been having some fun with Pippa versus Casey. But, Allie, would you say it's fair to say that not all of our listeners have enjoyed it as much as we have? Yeah, some some are very upset. (laughs) I mean, the dog... Does get eaten by the crocodile. Yeah, and and the uh, the dog was a dick, but and the owners were a dick. the owners made that dog do it. Yeah. I wish the owners got eaten. I, I don't think the owners made the dog do it as much as let the dog do it. Okay, okay. fine. Okay, but uh, t- t- Peppa got away with it for ten years, right? She kind of had. Let's it look coming. at it that way. She ten years had, of good life. Had a good she, run. She did. She <laughs> kind of. But there are people, and look, I am very much an animal lover, very much so. And I never in a million years would want to see anything bad happen to a dog. Except I, for Pippa. But it is hilarious. <laughs> in this case. That's why it's so shocking. You of all people would get. If Kevin found this clip, yes, I yes. feel like you would be the first one to be like, this isn't okay, yes, guys. I would play it and it would drive him crazy. Right. right. But the tape is so funny because the tape everybody's is so, funny. so excited. Uh, but so you're on is- my side now. Oh, that, that scares me. Right? This, so this is what, because we heard from people, I mean, some regular listeners who contribute all the time, they write in and say, look, I've been listening to your show for decades, but I just can't anymore if you're going to play Pippa. That made me start to think that, hey, there may be some people out there who this is just too traumatic, too painful, too mean. So maybe we needed to do a scientific survey on this, leave this up to the listeners to help us, guide us on whether we still play the Pippa tip. So we just take votes and our listeners decide. That's right. Okay. It's a... And, and by the way, uh, it's uh, the, the topic is dead once we do a scientific survey. That's how we've always operated. Exactly. It's we law. Ab- it's law. We, we abide by it. So let's get to some calls on this scientific survey. It's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. Some good production right there. Okay. <laughs> um, just got this text in, by the way. If you guys play poor Pippa dying every goddamn day, I'll never listen again. Mm. Swear to God, Bean, if you play the Pippa clip one more time, I'm going to take you to Australia and throw you to Casey the Crocodile. I can't take it All anymore. Right. Let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. To make sure that the voters know what they're voting on, mm-hmm. we should play it for each one. Oh, am I right? So just to make sure they know, they know the whole issue. I I think, I I think they just heard it while they were on hold. Come on, man. All right, let's take our first call and see. I'm nervous. I'm a little bit nervous because on the one hand, I love the Pippa clip and I want to play it. But on the other hand, I don't want to do something if it's driving listeners away or making people uncomfortable listening to our show. Since when did that become your position? (laughs) All right, Karen, good morning. Good morning. Um, hi. hi. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you and thank you. Okay, so what do you feel? Um, definitely keep playing it. Only because the first time was so traumatic. 
for the second time made me so happy. You keep playing it, like people will turn around. I swear to God. Okay, it. it's and one of those things I that's it's one of those things that's not funny, not funny, not funny, not funny. Then boom, suddenly it's funny. Especially how much Dean enjoys it. Uh, that, like, I mean, that really okay. does. That really does help. Okay, that really right. made me happy. Thank right. you, Karen. All right, we're going to put you down as a yes on Pippa. All right, that's one. Who's next? Let's go to Rob and Orange. Hi, Rob. Hey, party people. How you guys doing? We are good. Thank good, you. Great. All we're right. fine. I'm a little nervous though because uh, you know we got Pippa Gate going on here. What do you think? Uh, it's definitely pretty messed up. Um, not a fan of it, though. I did laugh and have continued to laugh when you guys have played it. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably if you could like edit out the sound of Pippa, it might be a little bit better. But play yeah, it or no, we need uh, a yes or a no vote here, dude. I'd say probably not. No. All right, so oh. Rob is a no. He's mm. a no, right on the fence, though. Right, just barely. Yeah. And he and he laughs when he hears it, right? But he's still saying no. I love that Rob wants it edited. <laughs> he does, yeah, right. If you edit it, it'll all be right. good. Yeah. All right, one to one on the scientific mm. survey. All right, let's go to. Is it Marie? Mary? Hi. Hi there, Muddy. Muddy. Hi. Muddy. Welcome to the show from Southgate. You know what we're talking about here, Pippa? Yay or nay? Yay! It's hilarious. Yay! It's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Muddy. I, I don't it's know going our way, Bean. I don't think we're appealing to the best instincts in people because they know how wrong it is, right? Yet they still can't help enjoying it, and that's kind of how I feel too. But that's sort of our whole show. <laughs> Can yeah. I share with you a uh, text I got yesterday? Yes, of course. From Mrs. Bean. Oh, oh, from no. Donna. Oh no, she doesn't get a vote. I woke up late. Did Pippa make it today? <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening in that home? <laughs> All right. Where are we? 2-1? Two, 2-1. One? Two, one. Two and 3 is the magic number, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So let's go to Steve in Covina. Hi, Steve. Popo's out, fellas. Allie, what's up, girl? What's up, Steve? <laughs> All right, Steve. You could be the deciding vote or you could tie it up. We're 2-1 right now. Yay or nay on Pippa? Well, I'd like to say toughen up, America. I'm a yay. Look at that! And it passes! (laughs) Steve is a great American. Karen is a great American. Matty is a great American. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let's check in with Pippa and see how she's uh, responding to the news, shall we? No! No! That's a shame. She was just celebrating. Felt like she had it. That was Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Okay, everybody, don't forget to call in. I'm Gary Brooks. This is The Score. Let's talk some sports. All sports except for soccer. And don't call me and tell me how great soccer is. You always say things like, oh, come on, it's the most popular sport in the entire world. Who cares? Coldplay is the most popular band in the entire world, but that doesn't mean I don't want to light a Nickelback CD on fire and beat Chris Martin over the head with it. All right, I don't know that that's necessary. (laughs) Soccer is the most popular sport in the world, and we are uh, in the first week of the World Cup going on. And, Kevin, if there's one thing that people don't like about soccer, it's that players get a stiff breeze and fall to the grass as if they've just been shot in the head. Yeah, it's diving, and it drives me crazy because there's no way to defend that. Why? Stop do, it. Why does the league still allow it, though? Look, here's the thing. the refs. Uh, there's only one ref on the field, basically, and he has to run back and forth, and then a lot of times he doesn't have a good angle. So if a guy sort of kicks at your feet and you dive, 
you get the call sometimes. Right. It, it works in your favor sometimes. Then maybe spend another forty grand a year and get another ref on the field. Occasionally, the ref will literally give somebody a yellow card for diving. Oh, for they call it simulation. But they don't do that nearly enough. And if they have video review, I think they should go back to video review and after the game, find people for doing it. Like the Portugal player that just dove. I don't now know what, if you saw that. but Yeah, it, what happened to him? All right. I got, they, they were talking back and forth. And a guy from Morocco was right behind the guy from Portugal. And the guy, hey, Brian Callen, come on in. Comedian Brian Callen is here. Um, Fantastic. And, and the guy from Morocco tapped him on the shoulder mm-hmm. twice. Oh, and the guy from Portugal mm-hmm. dove to the ground like he had just been assaulted yeah. or shot with a rifle. Right. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. And this is why you think soccer sucks. I hate this part oh, about soccer. Okay. And okay, I- but let me ask you this though: Do the other players admire that strategy because they know that you're just trying to get a good call from the ref, or do they secretly mock those I think people they for hate looking it. weak? When it's that ridiculous, I think they hate it as well. Hey, Brian, do you like soccer? Or not? I, I live for soccer, you especially don't, World Club drama. And by the way. I, I enjoy when they grab their leg and wail, when they crack the clouds <laughs> with their screams. No. And they, they scream for their mother. Oh, no. They scream for their mother or something, and it's fantastic. They're rolling, 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 rolling. It's, it's all part of the game. You, got, you want to draw the penalty. I hate that. And I well, hate you're a too. Man. You guys are men. You're American men. You're big, stout, aggressive American right? men. Thank you for noticing that. Uh, there's more drama in my sport. But look, when, but when, look. I, when I fight, I fake an injury, then I sue them. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in the U.S., perfect example, Brian, in the UFC, there was just a fight a couple of weeks ago where a guy broke his hand during the, the, the match and kept fighting, okay? In hockey, people lose teeth, yep. they break bones, they stay on the ice, whatever. They yeah. never they never let it show that they're hurt. In soccer, these guys... But, you, un- but, if you, but the, there's an advantage to drawing a penalty when you fake an injury and then you get... You know, you get... The NBA is the probably the closest other sport where people flop. Yeah. Right. You know, they try and act like they just... Yeah. It's, it's also very... It's also, I think, very European. Like, it's very dramatic. I was just going to say, when Vlade was playing for the Lakers, Vlade Dibok, I yeah. hated him <laughs> because he was a flopper. Yeah. Drove me crazy. I, I like their. Up. I like their hair. I, I admire. Okay. I all I want You're is missing the point. Sure. I know, but I. I, I <laughs> but want, I'm now starting starting to get. But I want it. thick black hair in my uh-huh. eyes I when see. I when I do my, okay. when I take my sport. Right. <laughs> I call it taking my sport. <laughs> the way right. I take my team. Yes, sir. Who, who's your Who's your team? Do you have a team you're rooting no, for? No, 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 no. I just I like the I like uh, the darker the I like uh, I just like the Latin teams. I just like the way they seem to look. The flair. Involved. Mm-hmm. I, I want to play soccer with hair in my eyes, and I want to make love with hair in my eyes, and I want to keep going oof, oof, to get it out of my. Okay. So that's what I. You know I, what I'm that's saying? It's a worthy goal. Yeah, you, I, you I, are dreaming big. No, I am dreaming big. I like, I like, and I like the hair. I want the hair in my eyes so it, it covers the the thick vein that tends to. Uh, <laughs> oh, hang on. Work its way. Wait, no, we're still, still talking about your head. head right? My head. Okay. Yeah. My head, for God's right. sake, and my head in my forehead. <laughs> Brian uh, Callan is here, comedian, actor, podcaster. Very excited to see you again. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk about the show you're doing tonight, and so much more in the world of Callan right after this on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Say it again, Ali. Say it again, what you were just saying off here. He actually said the same thing that he said when he came off the stage at Foolishness when I said, seriously, you just killed. And he hugged me, and he said, 
seriously, I'm just talented. How great am I? <laughs> and I just reiterated again how Something. good he was. And he's like, I'm just talented. <laughs> you are. You really are. No, that's we silly. Are I've just been doing great, it for 20 years. Talking about the great uh, Brian Callen, who's in studio with us here on the Kevin Amin Show. Yeah, he played Foolishness. Let me get the plug out for folks who can't stick with us. Tonight, you are part of the inaugural No Limit Comedy Night with Brad Williams at the Hollywood Park Casino. I'm excited. That's going to be fun. By the way, great lineup. Brad has told us great things about J.B. Ball and Kate Quigley. Of course, you're a known quantity, and Garfunkel and Oates, amazing as well. That's a tremendous lineup for 30 bucks, and that includes your first drink. That's crazy. All you have to do is uh, buy your tickets online now at playhpc.com. Playhpc.com. That is going to be tonight, tonight, tonight at the Hollywood Park Casino. So, Brian, I'm psyched that you're doing that. You Thanks, uh, you gambler? You going to stick around afterwards? I, never, I never, had a, never had a thing with gambling. Never. I, I, I've never. I tried to play blackjack once with a guy who was trying to teach me strategy. And then I went, I'll, I'll, I bet everything. I just, I, <laughs> I just did. You know, I, I lose my patience. Right. And I lost like $700 like this. Ready? Blink. Oh, and man. And I was like, and it, but to the point where I was being so reckless that the the pit boss was going, hey, just keep it. You're, you're, you're terrible. <laughs> you know, he was showing Slow down. Me, he was, he was, out he was telling me not to, not to bet and then to bet. Nobody could help me. <laughs> what what is your, uh, your passion in life besides comedy, Brian? <clears throat> what is it you most love to do or into? Um, <clears throat> you know, I like learning a new language. It sounds like a weird, not a, not a language, but anything is a language, right? So, so I obsess over boxing or I obsess over tennis. Or um, and then I like to read. And my favorite thing probably is just to um, write new material. I'm about to shoot my special in Chicago, July 20th, and the constant process of carving the jokes and getting the rhythm. It's like writing a song or something. So anytime I'm kind of, uh, I feel like I'm doing work. I'm getting work done. Uh, that's fun. You, you, do you have a set time where you say, okay, no. now I need to write. Uh, no, but I do think you can set. I see. I hate words like work hard. I hate when people, concepts like I work hard, I hate discipline, I hate that stuff. Because mm-hmm. what that does, that immediately, it's punitive. So, so it's, it's like you, you don't work hard. Yeah, yeah I, I don't need, I don't need to sugar. I, I'm more disciplined. I, I can't stand that. Right. It, it has nothing to do with that. I like the idea of like sometimes I'll be like, I can't, I don't feel like writing, but I, I'll set a timer for 20 minutes only. And it'll and get that's you in that rhythm. how long you have to write? Yeah, and then no, you're good? no, no. I don't have to do anything. I just have to sit and not look at my phone and just let something come to me. Flannery O'Connor, the great writer, that she died at 39, but she was a, you know, a female writer in the 30s in the South. But she, she said something beautiful I never forgot. And I, somebody else quoted this. I don't know if it's true, but she said, I sit at my typewriter at 5.30 in the morning every, uh, uh, every day, not to write, but in case something happens. So it's an act of faith. Hmm. So how many I'm, times have you set the <clears throat> clock, the timer, and then just sat there and for nothing? Just nothing. Well, that's what happened that yeah. day. That, so as long as something happens... So I don't put any pressure on myself. And in writing or any of that is not – that the point is when I play tennis, right, and I watch Roger Federer slow motion and I do these things and I take lessons from this really great guy. I'm not trying to win anything, man. I just like the idea of getting better and I change my grip and I tweak it and then I'm hitting and I'll have, oh, I don't know, five minutes where I actually feel like I'm a D1 player. <laughs> Am I? No. But I can whack that ball and, dude, I look good for those five minutes. Now, if I try to play – a game with that guy who I'm playing with, and he starts putting the ball where he wants it. Right. We'll see you later, Bri. 
Right. It's sad, but I. But in the moment, so in that I, moment, you can delude feel, yourself into yeah, thinking well, that. Well, I'm getting better at something. Like right. I can, you know what it is. This is the best way to describe it. You want to, like I'm never going to win. I'm never going to be a great boxer. Right. But when I get in the ring and I and I slug it out with somebody, at least, at least after three years, somebody gave me a flashlight into a very dark room, mm-hmm. and I'm able to kind of walk around with that light. So I get a little glimpse of what it's like to, kind of what it's like to be, you know. Uh, to, to box, to, to, to be able to punch somebody in the face and not get punched. I love that you are so energized about learning anything, though, because I, I, yeah. I think a lot of people aren't. A lot of people lose their curiosity mm-hmm. as they get older, and a lot of people lose, uh, they, they stop striving to be better at anything. Because they think it's not, it's not for them. So I always say that to young men. I love the young, young men. I was like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. All right, cool, dude. Don't worry about that. Just start with one honest action. What do you want to do? Learn, learn how to play the guitar. Learn, learn 25 songs on the guitar and learn how to read the newspaper in Spanish. Get your black belt. Get your purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Just start there. One thing. Just do just, something. Just, just one language. It'll lead you into a community and it'll lead you into a whole world of other things. Are you a motivational speaker? You guys, he's a walking TED Talk. <laughs> right? That's right. This is amazing. <laughs> My Instagram is Brian Callen. No, I don't believe in that stuff either. I'll tell you, the only self-help book I've ever read that I think is outstanding is Jordan Peterson's book, which I'm reading now, which is 12 Rules for Life. It's so much more than a self-help book. I mean, this is a this is a deeply deep thinker. I don't like these self-help things. I mean, I suppose there's a way to talk to yourself, but I mean, come on. Again, you're going to learn that by trying to get better at something. Just I action. Think it's, I think it's time for you to write the book, Brian. No way. I'm not. I'm not ready. I have nothing. I'm not ready. Well, I, I just said, sit in front of that typewriter, my yeah, friend. Exactly. Twenty until, minutes until something happens. <laughs> until so, I, I like to wear my robe. <laughs> what do That's you what think? Really do. What do you think if you had not gotten the comedy bug and obviously been so good at it, yeah. or at least had the ability to learn to be good at it? Yeah. What do you think you'd be doing now? Teaching. Teaching ah. what? Uh, probably. Um, I just always loved teaching. I mean, I, I was I taught Taekwondo, you know. I mean, you know, whatever. But I, I like uh, I like the idea of, you know, again learning a language and getting and kind of push passing that on. You know, I mean, I, I I don't I can't stand that people don't have anything to where where people well, it bothers me that people have nowhere to place their energy. That's where trouble yeah. lies. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're older, yeah, I would say to people, listen to me, not because I'm smarter, because I'm not. I'm not, man, but I made a lot more mistakes. Already made them. Yeah, yeah. so I've got good, better pattern recognition. You're heading toward that wall, bro. I can tell you, just turn the wheel a little bit. That might help you because you did that. <laughs> I should have done that. Right? How, how can you not you tell somebody? How can you tell somebody not to make the mistakes you made when you see them heading? Right. You know. Right. You're not going to have my bone structure. You're not going to move through space the way I do. <laughs> of course but not. That's genetic. But who is right? That's because God likes me more than you. But that's not important, Kevin. That's see, important. I wish I had. I wish I had gotten this message many, many years ago go before I wasted most of my adult life, Brian. We all do, brother. We all do. The youth is wasted on the youth. That's what they say. (laughs) Write that down. Get that as a tattoo. You are doing, it seems to me, like more acting than ever before as well. Well, if you call having your own show on ABC, you're a lot (laughs) As a matter of fact, I do. Can we we take a break and come back? Can you stick around? Sure. Okay. Because we want to get into that. You got your own show. for Yeah, I got my Kung Fu class in about 20 minutes, but let's do this. Kidding. <laughs> I don't have it. You stop for a second. I didn't know. I was a like, oh, Kung really? Fu class at 51. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-R-O-Q. K-R-O-Q. 
K-Rock. Brian Callen is here tonight. You can see him at the K-Rock No Limit at Comedy Night with Brad Williams at the Hollywood Park Casino. Have you ever done comedy there before, Brian? Has I, anybody ever done comedy there I, before? I don't think so. I, n- I never have. I know it's, it's a new thing, Inglewood. right? Yeah. It's uh, by yeah. the forum, yeah. Brad Williams is hosting. You're on the lineup tonight. J.B. Ball, Kate Quigley, Garfunkel, and Oates. Tickets are on sale right now at playhpc.com. All right, you don't want to brag, but you do uh, host your own uh, ABC sitcom starting this fall, right? Yes, sir. I'm excited. How did this all come about? Because I know you had shot it as yeah. kind of a, a spinoff of the Goldbergs. It yeah. was going to take place in the high school. You're the gym teacher, very short shorts, yeah. Tim Meadows, principal. We were all super stoked. And yeah. then it seemed to just kind of go away. Yeah, it's very rare. What happened was I think the pilot tested very, very high. I heard... Uh-huh. That it tested even higher than the Goldbergs in many categories, or most, or all, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's from Adam Goldberg, and uh, from Doug Robinson, who's um, the producer as well. And I remember we it tested very well. All my my character, everybody's character, tested through the roof. I guess there was one person or somebody, you know, who knows in the room who goes, I don't know, something, something. All right, that's it. And then I had. Uh, lunch with Doug Robinson who who runs Happy Madison Productions and he's just an awesome guy and he goes I hate to lose this isn't over I was like take it easy dude I've been doing this business for too long it's gone it's over you know you don't even miss a beat after a while you've been doing it a long time right plus we got the Goldbergs it's awesome and he goes no no it's not over and so he along with I think Adam Goldberg we're like let's air the pilot let's put it in the lineup and it went it yeah and it just went through the roof and then they saw that young Sheldon and and uh, the sequel to Blackish were doing so well, and I think ABC what? said, "Let's take, let's give it a shot." Here's what I don't understand: There's so many bad shows on. Yeah. Why does it take so much work, so much faith, so much? It's always because it's Why? expensive. It's expensive, and and I think is, it, I, my guess is, is your it, expense the biggest expense? Well, though? well, I mean, do I get everywhere with? With a helicopter, yes, okay. but I do give I give some money to charity. Okay, I, not, I don't know, but I tip. I tip well. I tip well, and the orphanage I opened is we haven't turned a profit yet, but it's <laughs> but, but it's doing well. It, it doubles as a as a shoe factory. So in that sense, those kids can cobble. If you adopt one of our kids, you'll never have to buy shoes again. And that's what it says on the brochure. But anyway, don't worry, they're not American. No, I have already thing. given to the orphanage that makes iPods, though. I find that well, more fun. Well, that's what they yeah, and you got to they they don't. Just don't feed them meat because they're prone to rage. Now, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't know, man. Um, it, yeah, it's always expensive. I, it's just awesome. It's amazing. I, you know, some, sometimes you hit a milestone and you're like, I get, to, I get my own show. I don't know. How yeah. Long. Have you started filming? No, we start sh- shooting in uh, in October. Uh, August. And then oh when God. is it supposed to spring? Are we supposed well, to I don't know. I think it's a mid-season or something. I don't okay. know. Okay. You know, with this whole Roseanne thing, I think there was question about what what, what yeah, everybody's lineup was going to be. Sure. Stuff, so. the, uh, the Goldbergs, by the way, quietly has become one of the best shows on television. You yeah. don't, it doesn't Absolutely. get a lot of, it's not a, there's, it's not a flashy show. No. It's not, it's not a show that people talk about that much, but every week you tune in and it's so consistent and so funny. It's so funny and also it, the message, you know, the idea is always, let's not be cynical. You know, that we, we live in a cynical time where, where you, most people feel like they don't, they can't contribute any meaning to anything there's no there's no point to anything and and when you start talking about you know doing the right thing you know or or kind of uh that if you if you if you enter the contract with good faith you'll get out what you put in that stuff is all mocked yeah and the goldbergs is like no 
No, you know what? Sometimes things work out. Be a good person and do what you're supposed to do. And and that's the message. And I think people have nostalgia for that. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing for school, this new show. It's going to be the same idea. Mm. Why, have, why have the, why have the, the teachers be uh, cynical? They, they, they're trying to make a difference. You don't see that a lot. I Brian, believe in that. You have been on so many shows over the years. Everything from uh, uh, Two Broke Girls to uh, Californication to CSI Miami. So many different shows you've guested on. Do you have a favorite acting experience in your past? Was it when you were on Reba? Well, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. No, I... I um... I've never had a ba- I, I have to say the Goldbergs is probably my favorite because the people that I work with are so hilarious. It's the only show, I swear to God, where I've never had to do any improv. Is that right? Because it's written to, so well. I say this all the time. I'm like, I they they write way better than I can improvise. Wow. And you know, usually get you get hired, you're a comic, and you throw things in there like, ah, yeah, it's great, try that. Nah, they, I don't I don't have to do anything. You I show up and just say my lines, man. So and and th- when you're around the those kind of people that have been writing on TV shows and you're around people that have been working on TV shows for so long, you don't find a more professional group of people. There's a, it's such a collaborative process. You're talking about people that get along and know how to behave. If you had those kind of people running this country, yeah. everything would get done immediately. Amen. They just solve problems, man. You got crew people. It's like, I need to hang some, some Indian corn up there if I could, and then I need a unicorn to fly through if I could and spear this whale. And they're like, and they go, and they go, uh, give me about 20 minutes. <laughs> How do you do it all? It's amazing. It man. seems that the odds against putting together a, a group of people that yeah. are that talented yeah. and all get along well is almost. It, it's because there are so many moving parts. Yes. Alec Baldwin said when a movie works, it's an accident. Because it's just so many moving parts. That's why when you get a part like this, when you're you get you're you're on a TV show, shut up, man. Get on your knees and say thank you. It doesn't get better because the chances. I've been doing this for how long? It always it never works out, and it's nobody's fault. It's just because that's how it is. It's just how it is. And then you get picked up for thirteen episodes. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. I'm All right, lucky. Brian, we are uh, out of time, I'm sorry to say. Fire in the Kid podcast going well? Yes, sir. Having a blast. Always Good. always going well. You can check that out. Also, the Mixed Mental Arts podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yes, it's now the Brian Callen Show, interviewing scientists and authors and trying to solve problems, guys. I love that. <laughs> and uh, one more plug for tonight, the K-Rock No Limit Comedy Night with Brad Williams and special guests, including Brian Callen, Garfunkel, Oates, J.B. Ball, and Kate Quigley. Tickets on sale right now. Play HPC.com. It's going to be a super fun night out there yeah. at the Hollywood Park Casino. We love you, man. Thanks for coming Thanks, by. brother. Thank you, guys. Take it, man. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. I got a uh, peanut stuck in my mouth. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> peanut. Oh, yeah. you didn't. You didn't enunciate. So <laughs> first, uh, <laughs> here's on. Ellie. What's happening? <laughs> Remember when we were talking about malls? It seems like four hours ago. Yep, it does. Uh, it really does. Um, we were talking about how often we go to malls nowadays, and mm-hmm. I was shocked that Kevin said every couple of months. Well, because there's an Apple store there for the most part. Okay. So. Mm- Really, yeah. that's pretty much only. And I guess, I i mean, I go to the Grove, but I don't think of the Grove as a mall. I mean, technically it probably is, but not okay. really. Yeah. I'm talking like back in the day, meet me at the Topanga Mall, son. Yeah. That's what yeah. I would say. I just, I just don't do it much anymore. Right. That's why when I saw this story, I thought this is an interesting thing. That despite the fact that uh, malls are kind of going by the wayside because people continue to online shop, folks in Miami, Florida 
are going to have the most expensive mall ever built. This seems like poor timing. It really does. With what's going on with malls. It's called American Dream Miami. It would be the largest and most expensive, costing an estimated $4 billion. Inside the mall, 2,000 hotel rooms. Okay. An indoor ski slope. An ice climbing wall. A water park with a submarine lake where guests could enter a plexiglass submarine and descend underwater. So there's a lot of other reasons to go to this mall other than shopping. Yes. It okay. seems yeah, they're making like, it a theme park. Yeah, a theme park with, they're going to have, um, here's what it, the breakdown is. Um, a third consisting of retail shopping. Two thirds as an entertainment complex. It's going to be five million square feet. Wow. What? What? Did you what? say... 2,000, like, apartments? People will live yeah. at the mall? 2,000 hotel rooms. Hotel rooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the developers expect to attract about 300, or, sorry, 30 million tourists annually. <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> I mean, like the Mall of America, for instance, mm-hmm. and the largest mall in North America right now in, in Edmonton. That's why they stay so popular year after year is they have things like skating rinks. Yeah, and the attractions. Knott's Berry. There's a Knott's Berry Farm, if I recall correctly, inside the Mall of uh, the Mall of America in Minnesota. Oh, wow. A Knott's Berry Farm inside. So I guess you give people enough reasons to come. A ski- By the way... Skiing in Miami, right? Right. That's right. interesting. That's pretty cool. I, I thought the uh, live in Miami, the indoor ski slope and an ice climbing wall. It's hotter than heck in yep, Miami. Yeah. That's, That's probably feel good. yeah a welcome thing. But my God, an right. estimated four billion dollars doesn't seem like great timing. But let's see. It doesn't. But uh, we will soon see. Absolutely. Speaking of great timing, do we need a new political drama coming out? Not sure. Uh, But this time, it's Hugh Jackman. Okay. He's great. It's a (laughs) biography of the charismatic yet flawed 1988 Democratic presidential hopeful Gary Hart. The Um, film reportedly will give some insight into Hart, who ended his run for uh, president after details of his extramarital affair with Donna Rice. Well, we've gotten, gotten past all that now. No well, one cares. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who cares first, first of affairs? And uh, second of all, we have uh, gotten past that. And, uh, I mean, uh, come on. Gary Hart? Are people demanding a movie about Gary Hart? They are not. Seems like poor planning as well. They are I, not. That's what I'm saying. This whole segment is poor planning. <laughs> Which brings me to Pearl Jam. May I say before you get to Pearl Jam? Sure. Uh, because, I, you know, I never see anything. I'm a guy who never sees anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, bride and I enjoyed the Hugh Jackman uh, P.T. Barnum Circus movie over the weekend. Oh, What's absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, the great, uh, the greatest. Magnificent. Uh, greatest showman on earth. Greatest. That was it. Greatest showman. Yeah. Yes. And Hugh Jackman is just the eighth wonder of the world, man. He's so he's fantastic he's in that really movie. Talented. I mean, I think he's good in everything, but I really, really enjoyed that movie. I really, really enjoyed him a lot. So maybe he's just one of those actors we just got to trust and go, look, he's got great instincts in film. Right, but he's a hard. great actor. I know, but okay. he's a great actor. He probably wouldn't sign on for it if it were crappy. All right. What did you, right. you think of the bearded lady? Um, she's adorable. So good. Wasn't she? That she was so was... good. <laughs> yes, oh. amazing. 
So, all right, Pearl Jam, sorry. Uh, Pearl Jam had to cancel its second show at London's O2 Arena last night. Eddie Vedder lost his voice, and the band tweeted, quote, he's on vocal rest for the next few days in an effort to heal and perform the remainder of tour dates. The show will be rescheduled, and the next Pearl Jam gig is Friday in Milan. I'm surprised that it doesn't happen more. I was just going to say, how does it not happen more? You see guys that are on tour for three years, and they don't have to cancel a show because they're sick or their voice or anything. Thing. It's crazy. I uh, there was a cell phone video from the show released, and I have some of that. You do? That's great. I mean, Ed, he did try. Eddie did right. try to sing, but it just didn't sound. I didn't think it sounded good. But okay. you tell me what you guys think. I just, I didn't, little, I didn't think it's yeah. sad. A little pitchy, good. dog. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, agree. for the O2, they, they expect more. Right? Yeah. The rest who, of the band sounded terrible, too. Who was that? Sam. God damn it. <laughs> wow. How could you not recognize him? I mean. Have you, have you not heard the Armenian Comedian songs? I don't believe I have, but um, <gasps> I mean, yes, I, I've believe, heard, I have. I believe they're, that one is called Stop Spraying Bullets on Each Other. I think we need nope. a we need no. a segment. No, I mean I right. have, me I have, I have heard them. They're oh, stop we have spraying time bullets tomorrow. Great, I, I have heard. Oh no, no, oh, that's just God. that's just Allie hasn't heard. Allie hasn't heard. Oh, mama, oh, papa. Oh, what a heartbreaker that is. Is that it? Really takes it down. <laughs> it really does. Oh, you're gonna love it so much. So emotional. Can't wait. Damn, why not? Why? Can't wait. You brought this on yourself, young lady. Can't wait. <sighs> I'm talking to myself. You are. Oh goodness. Um. I love when people say, like, what a new trend is going to be because somebody wore it once. Yeah. Well, now it's official. The 90s are back with a vengeance, thanks to Haley Baldwin. She's been spotted wearing cut-off shorts with combat boots on several occasions. So it's now the new hottest look for summer 2018. That's a woman for you. That is a woman for you. You're right. You're right. But I'm not going to lie. Back in the 90s, when... Wear shorts or skirts? Absolutely. With either construction boots or you would wear, you know, combat boots. It's kind of a cool look, right? Sure. So kudos, Haley. I support you. All right. <sighs> Some birthday. Oh, hello. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Singer Brian Wilson. Actors Christopher Mintz Plus, John Goodman, Nicole Kidman, and singer... Lionel Richie. Last one for Burtonsville for Lionel Richie, and he gets more Richie every time we play one of his songs. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean! K-U-Rock Karaoke. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ellie, what was the uh, tweet that you read yesterday? I saw a tweet that said, what's the dumbest lie you ever told? And some of the responses... The dumbest lie you ever told. Okay. Some of the responses were amazing. Um... A gentleman said, I tried to con- convince everyone that I said Zoom Zoom at the end of that commercial. <laughs> like, why w- Why would you ever? You know, I, maybe that lie works because how are they going to check? 
Yeah, how do you source that? Yeah, right. Okay. What commercial is that, by the way? But who... It's a Mazda. The Mazda car commercial. Yeah. And it ends zoom, with zoom, zoom. zoom. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, sort that's of a what... whisper kind of. It's almost zoom, like zoom. it's almost like you couldn't ever tell whether it was or not. That's, well, a, why, that's a pretty good lie. Why would somebody think that that would impress another person? Great though, question. To, to be that person. Like, why would you ever make that up about yourself? Another one, I told everyone at school that Tina Turner was my aunt. They'd ask for photos, but I'd say, she doesn't take family photos. She's so busy <laughs> taking them with other people. Um, Why this would is, you lie about uh, who's in your family? Right? This is the topic, by the way. We're going to take your calls at 1-800-520-1067, the dumbest lie you ever told to impress someone. I bet there are a lot of people, I don't know why I'm saying this, I have nothing to back this up on, but that Tina Turner lie sounds like something that a lot of people might try and get away with because it's hard to source. Right, mm-hmm. but it's why? It's hard to source. But how, but how do you choose that person mm-hmm. for that lie? Right. Like, why don't you make it someone, I don't know relevant what about if you had to wear an eye patch for the summer you had something done to your eye Uh but instead you tell everyone because you have a tiny hand that you're covering is that a good lie (laughs) you have a tiny hand that's growing out of of where your eye yes that's the best lie ever (laughs) that's my favorite (laughs) people are just insane that's a list of that someone tried yeah Mm mm-hmm I don't understand. Yes, Muggs Uh-oh, is running Muggs in here. Muggs is running in. I think he's got one. Muggs has got a good one. So Muggs. the topic is 1-800-520-1067, the dumbest lie, right? That's what we're looking for. Yes. The dumbest lie you ever told anyone. It could be to impress someone. It could be to make yourself look good. Muggs, you perked right up when you heard we were doing this. Yeah, it it, uh, it, it tapped into uh, this memory I had when I was younger. All the kids that I grew up with had siblings. Mm-hmm. So when I would meet somebody new who had a sibling, they'd ask me, hey, do you have a brother or sister? I said, yeah, I got a younger brother and an older sister. They're really cool. Just so I could fit in. Just so I could be like them. You didn't oh. have either. Oh. I didn't have either. I'm an only child. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel like your parents looked at you and said, nope, that's enough. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Yep. Oh. That's, and, and Muggs, did you ever find yourself in a position where your siblings should have been around and your friends were like, all right, where, where's your brother? Where's your sister? I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, I would I would keep it going. I mean, if, if people would ask me like to, for details, be like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a college basketball player now or she, she does this. See, I, now you're getting to lies where they can actually <laughs> research it. Right. <laughs> and realize that it's not true. I love it. All right. Thank you, Muggs. 1-800-520-1067. Let's take, uh, let's take Veronica. She's in Whittier. She is up first here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Veronica. Hi. Hi there. Talking about the dumbest lie you told. Oh, I would, uh, in high school, I would tell people I went to a concert, like the Rolling Stones concert, the very next morning. Mm-hmm. i take the ticket stub. And my sister would leave on the dresser from the night before with her brand new T-shirt. Oh, so I'd she went? Your sister went? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'd go to a lot of concerts. She's five years older. Right. So you'd take the ticket and then you would tell everybody at school that you went. Yeah, I'd be wearing the T-shirt, go to school <laughs> yawning, and I'd be like, yeah, I just went to the concert last night and wave the ticket stuff around. Woo, I'm exhausted. Wow. I bet, I bet <laughs> that made you seem really, really cool to the other people you were at school with, though. Oh, yeah. I was in 10th grade going to Rolling Stones concert. Yep. I love it. All right. Thank you very much for the call. We got to get Omar in here. Didn't Omar lie to get this job or something? Oh, he lied. A hundred percent. Yeah. We said, do you know how to run the board, which is the controls here? Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, of course. (laughs) Had no idea. None. I have heard of a lot of situations where people have lied figuring, okay, before I start this job, I've got time to learn that skill. So I'm just going to pretend I already know it. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you? 
If somebody asks you if you can do something, you say right. yes. <laughs> but something like learning a board, that's a trade. Kevin that's that's very I'll true. Dare you. Very true. <laughs> All right. Let's tell uh let's take Terry real quick. Terry's on line four. Highland Park. Terry, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show, talking biggest lie. What you got? Dumbest. Hey, biggest uh, dumbest. I'm a jerk. Hey y'all, I'm a jerk. I used to say my granddaddy was black black so that I could say the N word. Oh, oh no, no. Terry. Terry. Wait, let me ask this question. Did it even work? Like, was it acceptable then? Yeah, I'm a little darker, so I know that I might people might think I'm biracial, so it kind of worked, but most people didn't appreciate it. It sounds racist. <laughs> it is racist. That's a big N-O. Yeah. Big N-O. Thank you, That's Terry. Absurd. Let's do one more before the break. Make it Martha Whittier, line five, please, on the Kevin Pete show. I wish we hadn't heard that. I wish we, I'm glad we had. Uh, Martha. Hi. Hi How there. are you doing? Good, thanks. We're talking oh. about dumb lies. Yeah, when my son was five, I told him moms don't fart. Oh, that's true, right? I mean, girls don't fart in general. Sure, Bean. That's what what I've been told. Right. It was a couple years later that I farted in front of him, and he was very indignant. (laughs) 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 He must have been so angry with you. All right. 1-800-520-1067. The dumbest lie you told your call. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Let's take one call. Let's make it Annette. Hi there. Hey, how you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, one time I went out to a bar and I pretended like I was British and I was talking in an English accent the whole night and I gave this guy my phone number. I got pretty wasted and the next day he called me and I answered the phone in my regular voice. <laughs> oh. Can I hear your British accent, please? Um, well, all right, hello, how you doing? I'm Annette Hopper and I'm going to tell you that I'm so hot. I think that's not British. I think it's more Australian. I don't even know. Whatever it is, it works for me, Annette. Please call back often. We're talking about your dumb lies that you told. I feel like this is the topic that the Kevin and Bean listeners could go all day, all night on. I'm just (laughs) suggesting. Like Jacob, my man on line one. He's in El Monte. This is exactly what we're talking about. I don't know how this lie doesn't come back to bite you, but let's see what happened. Jacob, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What happened? Hey, how you guys doing? Um, so I was getting in an argument with my aunt, and uh, she made the point like, oh, you'll understand my point when you have kids. And I told her, oh, I already have a son. And she was like, what, really? And um, <laughs> That seems and very so traceable. I told, I told her, like, yeah, I just don't like spending time with him because he's such a big disappointment. And, you know, it made wow. it like, I'm a really bad dad. So not only did you <laughs> lie that you had a son, but you hated him. <laughs> Yeah. He was a very like, realistic hey, Dad, parent, though. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <Nerd>. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, keep doing what you're doing, Jacob, I guess, right? That's what we're saying, sure. Let's say hi to Manya, line three. Manya is a name I've not heard before. Hey, Manya. I, I kind of like it. Hey, Manya, what's going on? Hey, what's up? It's Russian, just so you know. All right. um, okay, good for you. Yeah, hey, um, yeah, so I pretty much... Just to be part of the cool kids club in the sixth grade, I lied about being on my period when all the other girls were on their period. Nah. So they thought, yeah, that's how I, you know, became popular, I guess, for a little while. Sure. That's how they found out about I mean, it, that sure. makes sense. Did they find out that you were lying? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, they would always ask questions, like personal questions about how, right. you know, the things that we use and all of that. And I pretty much, well, I had an older sister, so it was pretty easy to 
you know, given the details, but you know. Yep, but I you got to, but you got to keep. That's like exactly the kind of lie, though, that you got to keep it up and make sure that you don't yeah. accidentally say something that's going to get you in trouble. I mean, it really didn't help in my older life to keep lying like that because you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> understood. Thank you, Manya. Appreciate that. Let's try Dusty Line Four Mission Viejo. Hey, Dusty, thanks for calling the Kevin Bean Show. Talking about dumb lies. Hey guys. So uh, back when I was still an active duty Marine uh, with the short haircuts and everything, I had an ingrown toenail because of the boots, and it was all bandaged up. And my buddy convinced me to go to Disney. I'm like, dude, I'm not going. I can't walk. He's like, I'll rent a wheelchair, and I'll push you all day. I was like, hey, get pushed around. That sounds good. So we're getting all the front of the line access because it was before the fast pass. Mm -hmm. But everybody in line is curious, like, what happened to your foot? It's all bandaged up and bloody. I'm like... Uh, we sh- I got shot at the rifle range. Like, oh my god, that's so cool! Nice. <laughs> By the way, um, I think there's a whole segment on just people who lie about injuries so they don't have to wait in line at Disneyland. I bet that's I a mean, pretty common lie. Yeah, I did it. What? You did not. I did. I'm Kevin. I'm so much worse than Dusty because Dusty at least had an injury. Oh, we're doing this tomorrow. I wrapped my foot and ankle. And went in a wheelchair so I could go to the front of the line. There was nothing wrong with me. Why would you think oh, that was I okay? Fourteen-year-old a-hole. That's why. Were you fourteen? Oh, were you or were you thirty-four, I Kevin? Mean, I assume I was fourteen. <laughs> oh, <Kevin. laughs> that just reminded me. Let's go to uh, line eight. By the way, we can do a whole segment just on Kevin's How dumb lies. This is going to be Lakewood's Daniel. This is a very funny lie. I can't wait to see how it worked out for him. Daniel, welcome to the show. What happened? Thank you. Good morning. Well, you know, young in middle school trying to impress the girls, I told them that I was at the concert during the Duran Duran concert where they shot the reflex video where all the water came cascading down onto the crowd. Right. Uh, Yeah, that's what I told them. So you told them that you were there, so you were in the video? Did they look for you in the video? No, because it was a big crowd. I just said, oh, I got wet, soaking wet during the concert. It was super fun. Um, yeah, that's what I told them, but nobody would seem to be too impressed about it. <laughs> you have to pick a lie that people are impressed by, I think. And, and I'm a little bit surprised, based on the year of your lie and the amount of females in the audience when you lied, I would think that just reflected glory, being so close to Duran Duran, would have scored some points for you. Yeah, that's what I thought, but yeah, I grew up in the inner city, so everybody listened to rap at the time, so nobody really knew who Duran Duran was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you proud. misjudged your audience. All right, Daniel, <laughs> thank you. Let's try Alfonso Line 7 up next. Alfonso's in Brea, and we welcome him to the show. Hey, Alfonso. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Hey, Ali, I love you. I love you. You told a dumb lie. What was it? It was that. That, that, that was, was it. Lie. That was yeah. it. Let's see what he does. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, it? Actually, I was crushing. I was about 12, 13 years old. I was crushing on a girl, and my friend lent me a mongoose bike. Oh, yeah. And I went to go talk to her, and I told her, uh, oh, yeah, this is my bike. I just got it. And then my other friend came over and said, hey, Butch wants his bike back. Oh, <laughs> Shortest <man>. lie ever. <laughs> just C-blocking at 12, right? right? Oh, I love those mongooses, though, that had the padding in the middle and that was like yellow and black checkers. Right. All the hot dudes had those. Sure. See? <laughs> Except for Alfonso. You would have fallen for it. You would have fallen for it if you didn't oh. know. All right, Alfonso. Bruce wants his bike back. Let's try Guy, <laughs> line five, Lomita, up next on the Kevin Meat Show. Sorry, hold on. Went to the wrong line. Line five. Hi, guy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Thank you. Dumb lie you told. Well, when I was younger, I told a lie about having sex as a clown to win station crap on one of your competitors' radio stations. So were you ever a clown or were you lying about everything? 
I lied about everything. Okay, so you said fact, you were a clown that had sex. was on. The whole family heard it. We all got a great <laughs> laugh out of it. And they sent me a box of crap. All right. Now, are you lying about that now, though? Ooh, good question, oh, Bean. I am not lying about How that. How do we know? Yeah, see? You're sketchy, I think man. That's why my, my wife loves me because I have a great sense of humor. It was pretty damn funny at the time. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. I like it. By the way, make a note. We need you a phoning topic if you've ever had sex in a clown suit. <laughs> I got to call uh, back in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's try Santa Ana's. Jason, line one, please, up next on the Kevin Demetra. Wow. I, like I said, we could go all really day with could, these yeah. lies. Hey, Jason. Uh, yeah, when I was in middle school, I had, or mostly through elementary school as well, I had a bad speech impediment. I couldn't pronounce my R's correctly. Right. So everyone used to ask if I was I had an accent or what was wrong with it. And so I got tired of having to explain that I had a speech impediment and couldn't pronounce my R's. So I just went with the fact that it was an accent. I was from New York. Sure. So I told... So I told everyone that I was from New York, and they, so for a while it went by. And it yeah, I assume that... Started questioning. I assume that worked. Yeah, it went pretty well until people started asking why I didn't have memories from New York, and I always liked. And I told them it because if I didn't, if I grew like I told them I moved here too young, and I didn't just didn't remember. But then it, they started putting it together that if I didn't remember they, that I, uh, yeah. you know, when I was young, I wouldn't have developed an accent. So, well, it's not a good lie, Jason. I gotta be we honest. need to introduce you to our friend who has a great British accent from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, um, how about one more look at what's happening here on this Wednesday? Here's Allie. How about one more text from your wife that just came in? Uh-oh. <sighs> Makes me nervous when she listens to the show. Hey, sorry about Pippa. Tomorrow could be your day. Don't give up. <laughs> What is wrong She's with that She's literally family? funnier than Bean. She is taunting. Yeah. She wakes up every day hoping today's the day that Pippa makes it back from Crocodiles. <laughs> That's all. But you, there's no way to tell. Right? Just but no. but oh. hope springs eternal. Exactly. Apparently. Right? Don't be so oh. pessimistic, Allie. Right? You're right. You're right. Uh, so Paul McCartney releasing his first studio album in five years called Egypt Station. So Bean pulled a couple clips of two songs that he just released today. None of us have heard them. Mm-hmm. But the first one, this is called Come On To Me. I don't think that's I don't it. think that's may, it. May I say something before we hear the song? Yes. <sighs> Look. <laughs> You've heard him. I haven't heard him. Okay, you haven't. I just sent him to Allie. Okay. I have not heard them. All right, yet. okay. Um, He's not trying anymore, though, right? I don't know. Okay. His last album had some good songs in it. New had some really good songs in it, but I understand that his uh, hit-to-flop ratio has, has flipped upside down from the early days. I right. get that. Most of his songs aren't good. But he is 76 years old, and he's still out there trying, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I got my fingers crossed. I hope these songs are going to be good. So what's the first one called? This is called Come On To Me. We need to find a place where we can be alone to spend some special time without an But but that doesn't mean the other song that, isn't really really good though, right? That was the clip though. That uh, I mean, it no, sounded like a fake clip. Oh, that didn't. That's like a little kid writing a song and then make it beatily. 
Sort of, yeah. A little bit. If I come on to you, <laughs> will you come on to me? I didn't, oh, sweetie. I didn't love it. I mean, no. this is the guy that wrote Somebody's Knocking on the Door, though, right? Right. Yeah. Somebody's right. ringing the bell. But somebody's knocking true. on the door. Somebody's but ringing the bell. Also wrote, Do me a know, favor. Answer the door. Right. What the F is that? Wrote, you might Maybe get I'm that. amazed and banned on the run. <laughs> right. I mean, the guy, Live and Let Die. Sure, the guy yeah. has written but, phenomenal. He wrote freaking back in the USSR. He wrote that last song, too. Okay. All right. We've got another one. All right. Okay, good. This one is called I Don't Know. All right, I got to okay. tell you, that doesn't sound terrible. No. All you know, right. You hear the whole thing, but it doesn't sound terrible. All right, but Paul. It, but, it, I mean, it's better than Ebony and Ivory. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> everything is. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad. I'd like to hear more of that song. Zero for effort. Oh. Zero for style. Okay, I don't think... Zero for star quality. It's mm. harsh. And you know what? I'm being generous. I don't oh. feel like there's a zero for star quality. Oh, no. <laughs> However, Absolutely not. I am excited about McCartney on Carpool Karaoke this week with James Corden. I think that's going to be super fun. For sure. Yeah, I agree. And he apparently showed up at just a random pub, started playing. In you know why? Because they're going to play uh, his good songs. You think? Yeah. Not going to play Come On uh, To Me. I hope they play Come On <gasps> To Me, and I hope they play Meat Free Monday. I hope that he sings Come On To Me to James Corden, and they harmonize. Okay, we're going to We need to find a place where we can be alone to spend some special All this needs is a banjo. comes on to you, are you then in turn coming on to them or are you just reciprocating? Are you just into it? I mean, just semantically, that's wrong. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who's with me? I mean, if you're an English teacher, sure. If I come on to me, yes. you... Will if you, you come, come on to me, then I'm just responding. I'm, just, I'm not uh, coming yeah. on to you. Yeah, it's absurd. Of course. Come on, Paul. He doesn't write songs anymore. Get it together. Stay on target. All right. Stay on All target. Right. Uh, reboot alert, guys. Could the nanny be the next show to get the reboot treatment? Oh, no. Fran Drescher hinted to Entertainment Tonight that people really love that show. It's mm. downright unreal and says she's been working on, quote, a very big project with co-creator Peter Mark Jacob. Fran says it's going to be very exciting for the fans, but isn't at liberty to announce any details. I'm with the buzzer. Really? Yeah. The original ran for Never six liked seasons. It. Never liked 93 it. 93 to 99. Really? Couldn't, just couldn't take the voice. It was just too oh. much. It was but just the, too much. The British guy. Didn't watch it because the voice. And the voice that she had. Couldn't do it. I have the uh, the red carpet tape, Kevin. We oh. early interviewed oh. Fran Drescher. We did. Right. Yeah, let's hear some of this. This, this is the great. The makeover of the night on the red carpet. Fran Drescher joining us up here. You know, we were talking as you were coming up that you've done a movie with Pierce Brosnan before, The Beautician and the Beast. Did you ever imagine he'd end up being a James Bond? I I, I, I didn't. Pierce Brosnan was not in Beautician and the Beast. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think I'm going to get back on the line. Okay, so that was our... That was a, on yeah. the red carpet in front of a crowd. What exactly did you mean by yeah. makeover of the night? I was asking him that, too, because that sounds like now she looks good. Oh, look how you gussied yourself up. Because oh. before, there were all those issues. 
Bean. I think that was my intention. Yes, I think that's what the point I was making is that she looked pretty pretty good. Compared nothing to ab- nothing about that clip worked. <laughs> Could have been, could have been worse on every Holy level. Crap. Here's all I'll say in Bean's defense: uh-huh. when you put yourself in the positions that we do all the time, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes. And right. with her, it's one of those things where we are on the red carpet and somebody says, "Okay, do you want this person?" We're like, "We don't know who they are." Okay, right. uh, Fran Drescher's five mm-hmm. feet away. You want to interview her? We're like, uh, "Okay, yeah." So it's pretty hectic. Oh, but dear. I could have I would. It definitely, would it definitely could have been better. All right. Uh, I think it's perfect just the way it is. That is nice. <laughs> that is real nice. Uh, so CBS says they've put together a new five-year deal with Star Trek Discovery showrunner Alex Kurtzman and his production company. Here's the thing. They're going to be bringing new Star Trek series, including traditional shows like Discovery, some shorter miniseries, and possibly some animation to the network. Hmm. So this is like all Star Trek all the time. Here's why I'm telling you this. The Hollywood Reporter says Patrick Stewart might be back in one of them as as Captain Jean-Luc Picard in a new series. (gasps) I mean... Do you remember how great he was when he came in? I have never been more attracted to an octogenarian in my life. (laughs) I don't even know if he's that old. I don't think he's that old. Oh, my gosh. He was so witty. He was so fun. Witty, funny, but so self-deprecating and was, he was no better than any of us. Mm -mm. And we were all thinking, well, he's way better than us. Yes. Not to him, though. No, he was. He's also a phenomenal actor, too. Yeah. So you're saying he was acting like he wasn't better than us. No, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm I'm, I'm very excited. This is very big news. And then after he was here, he did all those posts where he was, um, he had a dog, a pit bull, Mm -hmm. that they were, uh. What's it called when you take a dog in? And Rescue? You... Yeah, but they were... Train? Yeah, but you're going to give First it back. Word. First fostering, word. Fostering. Fostering. Okay. When he was fostering this dog and there were just videos of him just hugged up on this pit bull, laying down by the pool with this dog. It just was so beautiful, everything about him. And... He's the best. I recall him wearing a uh, like a, a pink shirt. And his arms in the shirt. Okay, I don't recall that. I was that like, how? Part. You are jacked. Okay. You look fantastic, sir. Stay on sir. target. Stay on target. Another good point. Uh, and congratulations to... Uh, what? Hmm? Congratulations to Eva Longoria. She gave birth to a little baby boy named Santiago Enrique Baston. She just had a baby yesterday. Good right. for you. Congrats. First time mama. Good stuff. That little baby no. can grow up God. to be Adolf Hitler. No. <laughs> Not what we're saying at all. Oh, goodness. Kids are stupid. <sighs> Some birthdays for you. Singer Brian Wilson. Actor Christopher Mintz Plus. Actors Nicole Kidman and John Goodman. And singer Lionel Richie. That's one for Burtonsville for Lionel Richie. And he gets more Richie every time we play one of his songs. And that's what's happening. Being high-fived himself after that. Yeah. Nailed it. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. A brand-new show tomorrow. We have Sam Richardson on the program. Oh, I love, love Sam him. Richardson so much. Love him so much. From Veep, from Detroiters. Detroiters. Yep. So funny. Uh, Dr. Drew on the program tomorrow and your passes for Mission Impossible Fallout and your tickets for 30 seconds to Mars. All tomorrow morning. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.